Uh, I'd like to speak on trust, and it's the second time I've spoken on trust today. Uh, I also had a message on it this morning. And, uh, and I guess for me, trust, when it comes to God, uh, that began for me uh, one Sunday afternoon in 1986. Not sure of the date or the when, but about then was the first time I placed my trust in Jesus Christ. I was a young man, 21 years of age, and two things happened simultaneously. Uh, the first thing was that this confused young man I was, I was living for the thrill of the moment, I was beginning to recognise I was quite lost in my direction in life. Immediately, a sense of relief, a sense of purpose, a sense of hope, uh, all of these things began to happen. And as I said, simultaneously, there was... Um, there was this realisation that I seemed to have signed on for more adventure than what I was really expecting. Life began to take off and following Jesus became a bit of a whirlwind mixture of moments of absolute clarity where I, I really had a sense of what was coming next and I really felt like I had a handle on life. And, and then in the next moment, there'd be a twist and I would feel like I was just stepping into the unknown. I was having to, to trust Jesus with everything and, and maybe lay down some of my own agendas. And, and that's the life of faith. And it was actually quite terrifying. That's really the life of trust in God. It's a, a paradox of security uh, and yet not controlling things yourself, but allowing God to be in control. And so uh, I think when we talk about trust with God, for, for many of us, it's a difficult thing to do because we've had experiences in life and they might not even be connected to God in any way, but we've all had experiences that cause us to pull back on trust. Uh, for, for many of us, we know what it's like to be let down by friends. That's very simple and that's human nature. That's pretty par the course of, of life. Uh, for others, maybe we've experienced something a bit deeper, maybe a betrayal in a relationship, possibly a boy-girl romantic relationship or um, something along those lines where trust has really, really been lost and it's very, very hurtful, etc. Uh, for some of us, maybe even abuse has been part of our journey and part of our story. And I've talked to so many people over the years uh, who found themselves in that place and it, it really does destroy trust and the ability to trust in so many ways. And no matter how that story began, if that's you, no matter how it began, no matter how it ended, or even if it continues, my heart really goes out to you. Um, but I want to encourage you to stay open to what I'm about to say because I, I believe that what I'm about to talk about is the way forward, no matter what your scenario, no matter what stage or what place in your life's journey you find yourself right now. So I, I actually want to speak to us tonight about trust as a way forward, trust as the way forward. Uh, the fact is, getting into our future re requires trust. It requires confidence. It requires us to go places we've never been before. And so trust is critical to that. 
And there's a, a great story in the Gospels and it's concerning Jesus and his disciples. They're out in a boat in the middle of a lake and a storm hits and they really begin to freak out and, and, and lose the plot. And there was a lot at stake, that's for sure. So uh, they wake Jesus up and, and he makes sure everything is good. But I want to read from Matthew chapter 6, verse 26. And this is out of the easy English version. So it's a very simple rendering of the scripture. And it says after, you know, this, this event had occurred and the storm and everyone was, was worried... Jesus said to them, you should not be so afraid. You should trust me more than you do. And then he stood up and he spoke strongly to the wind and the water. Stop, he said. Then the wind and the water became quiet again. And this has become known as the story of Jesus calming the storm. And uh, as much as it's a true story there, it certainly is also a metaphor for so many of the things we face in life. Life has its storms and none of us are immune from that. So here's a few thoughts I've got uh, on what I see in this story. The storm was threatening to wreck the boat. More than that, for the disciples, it's threatening literally to wreck their lives. And into that, Jesus said, you should have trusted me more. And my first reaction is, yeah, they should. I mean, I trusted Jesus and it changed my life for the better without a doubt. So why couldn't they? Uh, And I think they struggled to trust Jesus for all the reasons we struggle to really trust God with our lives at times. The first one was they were driven by fear rather than propelled by faith. They didn't, you know, get into faith mode. They allowed fear in the driver's seat. And whenever we do that, trust drains out our boots, literally. Like, it's very hard to trust when you're driven by fear. Fear took over. And I think we should all understand that. Um, We can't judge them because we've all been there on some level and maybe not in as extreme a circumstances as what the disciples found themselves. But, you know, in the moment, fear is fear. That's all there is to it. Whether that's trusting God with your future or a step of faith you, you believe you need to take or whether that's just getting on a ride, a carnival ride at the local show. I mean, fear is fear and, uh, and trust can be hard to come by in that environment. Fear actually focuses on the storm's potential to destroy. So rather than being focused on Jesus' potential to protect, they were focused on the storm's potential to destroy. And I think we often find ourselves in that scenario in life where we know we should trust God, but we find it hard to take our eyes off our circumstances because we're worried about what is going to happen next. And the reality is... There are lots of things that we will encounter and we do encounter in life's journey that are simply bigger and more powerful than us. So we always are faced with this scenario of do I trust God uh, or is fear taking over? And I think we've all felt a sense of frustration and powerlessness when we face circumstances beyond our control like the disciples did. Uh, For some people, that's the breakdown of a relationship. I mean, at the end of the day, no one gets into a relationship expecting it to break down. They're very hopeful it's 
it's always going to work. But for some people, that's, that's not the reality. And things come crashing down and they are powerless to restore it, powerless to, you know, to reconnect with, with this other person they hold dear. And that is a really difficult scenario to find ourselves in. It's frustrating and, and it's all because of the powerlessness of that situation. Financial difficulty is, is very similar where, you know, if the, there's more going out than what's coming in uh, for whatever reason, and certainly in this season, some people have really felt the pinch of that financial uh, thing that's come with COVID. And, um, and that is scary. That is a, a moment of powerlessness and frustration. You know, maybe for you, it, it could be actually a health issue whether that's a, a physical thing or a mental thing. And, um, you know, if, if you've suffered with certain things, it's, it's not always just a matter of, um, of doing life better. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it, it's a matter of we need to eat better, we need to exercise, etc. Uh, and sometimes it is a matter of, you know, not protecting our minds from garbage and whatnot. But uh, other, uh, at other times, it really hasn't been choice behaviour at all. We just find ourselves in a storm that's not necessarily of our own making. But the feelings are always the same. The feeling of frustration, the feeling of powerlessness and the fear that accompanies that. But here's the good news. You know, at the end of the day, trust can take your eyes off pain and problems and refocus us on Jesus's power to restore and to protect. That's what, what trust can do. That's why when you find yourself in the most difficult of circumstances, trust is the way forward. Uh, you know, when it comes to us, the biggest issue for us is taking things in our own hand when it comes to trust. When we begin to fear, we want to, in a sense, snatch the steering wheel back off God if you're a believer in God. Uh, even if you're not a believer in God, there's this sense of white knuckle grip on the steering wheel of life and just trying to control things, which is, again, really frustrating when you're always going to encounter things that are bigger than you are. Uh, and when it comes to wrestling control off God, I mean, this has been man's scenario all along. This is what we do as people. Uh, if you look at the Garden of Eden, that original creation story, uh, the, the whole problem that happened there was this desire for man to be in control. In a sense, wanting to reverse roles with the creator. So you have the creature, uh, the creator and you have the creature who's created by the creator. And all of a sudden the creature or mankind is wanting to rule, which just seems absolutely ridiculous. Um, but the fact is, we still do it. That is still human pro propensity. We want to be in control. We reject the Creator's design for us, that we're made in His image to, to reflect His goodness to creation, and we reject that. We practice selfishness over stewardship, um, over generosity, we make it about ourselves. Instead of living for others, we live for ourselves. Instead of giving our lives away, we clutch them tightly. We tend to want to control our lives and it doesn't work. In relationships, you know, we, 
We do all kinds of things to stay in control. We break healthy boundaries uh, with the opposite sex, trying to somehow, you know, keep the stakes higher or keep the relationship together. Manipulating, saying things designed to get a particular response, projecting a false image on social media, all kinds of things that are done to try and maintain a sense of control. And I think it can be seen most clearly in, in, uh, in our propensity to strive, to actually strive in, in, in life. You know, the whole human race seems to be turning itself inside out to find happiness. Um, from Netflix to porn to sport, gaming and relationships, it's all about trying to make ourselves happy. But at the end of the day, I think we need to ask ourselves the question if we've ever stopped and asked this question, why, in spite of so much effort given into the pursuit of happiness, are so many people still depressed, stressed and anxious? It doesn't seem to be working. And I want to encourage you, there's a different way. Jesus put it this way, if you lose your life, you'll find it. In other words, true life isn't to be found in controlling anything. It's to be found in giving it away, putting your your trust and your confidence in someone who's bigger than you and bigger than your circumstances. And this means to release that white-knuckle grip of control. But it doesn't mean to live without boundaries. As a matter of fact, it's the opposite. It means to choose boundaries. It means to choose dependence on someone who's bigger than you. You see, independence for us, it sounds like a good idea. It sounds like freedom. Unless you don't have power over the unknown. Then it just introduces the fearful expectation of what might be around the corner. It exposes our lack of control over the darkness, over the uncertainty. And that leads to anxiety. So how do we trust? If I'm urging you, and I am, hey, loosen your white knuckle grip on life and trust God with it. How do we do that? Here's some quick thoughts on how we can trust. The first one is, I believe it's inherent in human nature to trust. So it should be there. It should be within arm's length of you in spite of difficult circumstances you might have faced. If you think about it, a a young child in a healthy, functional family has no problem trusting It's inherent to them to to look to their parents, to look to their parents' arms when they're afraid, etc. So it is inherent in human nature, which means that a, a distrust that creeps in as we grow older is actually learned behavior. Uh, and and look, that may genuinely be your story, that difficult things have happened, but it hasn't doesn't have to continue to be your story. At some point, you can take the initiative. And this is what I love about faith and trust. Faith is about regaining trust, not about losing your autonomy. 
It's not about doing something that's unreasonable. It's actually about regaining the initiative. I choose to trust again. I'm not going to live a small world. I'm not going to live in a fearful world. I'm not going to live on the back foot. I'm going to step up into faith and into trust again and move my life forward. The second thing I think about trust is it it is faith, especially when you've got genuine reason to distrust. Faith is what God's looking for. Actually, it's it's the one thing that was lost in the garden when mankind did not trust God's word to them. And it's the one thing that God is looking. So it is a step of faith. And in that sense, trust is available to all of us because faith is a choice. The third thing that we can do to trust, I believe, is honestly appraise whether independence and fear is working. Whether I'm going to steer this thing and I'm in control and I'm responsible for it in spite of finding myself in the middle of circumstances that I can't control. Um, If we appraise that and find it wanting, it is going to point us back to a point of trust where we realize I really don't have the option because all my best efforts at controlling things actually aren't working and aren't putting my life on a trajectory that's going to take me into my future. Now when it comes to this sometimes for me as a a pastor leader sometimes all I have to do is ask someone you know someone who's struggling with their life and they, they might have come for counsel or I might have pulled them aside to make sure they're doing okay. Sometimes the only thing I have to ask is, you know, the way you see the world, the decisions you're making, uh, the way you're living right now, is it working for you? Is it working for you? And, uh, and often that brings point, people to a point of realisation where it's like, you know, I, I act like it is, but on the inside I know it isn't working for me at all. At some point, we have to put our trust in something that's more solid than pop culture or, you know, the current social rhetoric that we hear out there, the narrative that we're told, whatever that is, that sex equals love, that he who dies with the most toys wins, all of those themes that run through our society. And tonight, I I want you to imagine actually trusting What would your life look like if you dared to sweep aside past bad experiences and believe for better? If you actually decided it's time I trusted again? What would it look like if you appraised your current trajectory and found it wanting? Uh, and, And if you exercise trust, what it does, it brings a release from pressure. You know, uh, this is one of the things I realised with my, my own story is that uh, when, when I was fiercely independent, it was up to me to make everything happen. It was up to me to control everything. The moment I surrendered to Jesus, as much as it opened up into a life that was still full of challenge, all of a sudden the pressure of me having to be in control was released. You'd be released from fear, from striving. You can actually exit the the rat race. So here's a couple of questions. I want to ask you tonight, and maybe it's a way to assess where you're at with this whole 
issue of trust and, and specifically trust in God. Are you prepared to re-engage trust again? And I guess I'm speaking to anyone who's listened to this message and, and maybe you've seen yourself in the story. Maybe you thought, yep, I, that relationship destroyed me or that season in my life has, has marked me and I find it so hard to confidently go forward with trust. Um, I'm going to ask you the question, friend, because I believe trust is the way forward. Are you ready? Are you prepared to re-engage trust again? Are you happy with your current trajectory in life? Is it working for you at the moment? Maybe you could ask this question. On my current trajectory, what will my life look like in five to ten years' time? If I keep living the way I'm living, where will I end up in five to ten years' time? And, and finally, I, I just want to ask you this very, very um, genuinely. Are you ready to trust God with your journey into the future? And I ask that for maybe people who already have faith in God and uh, you, you go along to church and, and you know Jesus, you know what God requires of you. But I think at times we've got to be very intentional about choosing trust. And maybe you're with us tonight, you're listening to this and you've never trusted God with your life. You've never come to that point of surrender that I talked about. You've, you've never come to that point of maybe feeling like you could trust to, to release the steering wheel and allow someone bigger to look after you. I want to encourage you to consider opening your heart to Jesus tonight. So I'd like to, to pray for us all for a moment and then I'll, I want to just finish this message. Heavenly Father, I pray for everyone who's right here with us right now in this precious moment of time. And, and I pray, Father, I pray for those who've had difficult experiences that have, has, have really undermined their trust and their ability to trust. Father, I pray that, um, that you would touch them and bring healing and help them once again to move forward in life by putting trust in you. Father, for those that have followed you and faithfully served you and uh, but maybe maybe find themselves a little bit stagnant at the moment, I just pray for a fresh enthusiasm to take you at your word, to, to put trust in what you're saying to them into their hearts even right now and take a step of faith and move into their future. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Father, that you are someone we can trust. In Jesus' name, amen. And so if you've been with us tonight and, uh, and you're ready to trust Jesus and you, you want to open your heart, I encourage you to do it right now. And you can do that using the simplest of words. Jesus, I open my heart to you. I want to trust you. Uh, come into my life and help me hand over control. Help me to trust you more with my life's journey. Uh, you can use simple words like that, friend, because God meets you in a place uh, of authenticity in the heart. When you mean things like that, God meets you right there. 
And, uh, and if that has been your experience, that's what you do want to do. Uh, we want to help you to follow Jesus in any way we can. So there'll be a comment pop up uh, in the stream from one of our service pastors. You can like that comment or you can go back to our Connect Hub. There'll be a link there for it. And uh, just let us know the decision you've made because we'd really like to encourage you on your journey. Well, it's been great spending the evening with you. And uh, I really want to encourage you this week, find something, find a place, find a situation where you can really put your trust in God and see him do good things in your life. 